This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the battle against anti-Semitism and hate, ADL's efforts are worldwide, including in Europe, Israel, the Middle East, Africa, Asia, and South America. This international work is carried out by an extraordinary global team, several of whom have been interviewed on this show. Recently, the longtime director of international affairs stepped down, and Marina Rosenberg has taken the helm of this critical part of ADL's work as its senior vice president for international affairs. Marina is my guest on today's show, and I am so thrilled to welcome her to From the Frontlines. Hi, Scott. Thank you so much for the invitation. Really excited to be here. I'm going to start by asking you about uh, your role as ambassador in Chile. You are no stranger to anti-Semitism. That was your most recent position before coming to ADL. You were ambassador to, uh, to Chile from Israel and the first woman to ever hold that role. Uh, there you confronted anti-Israelism and anti-Semitism head on. What did that anti-Semitism look like? Well, you know, it was the first time in my uh, nearly 17 years of uh, diplomatic work, work that I actually confronted anti-Semitism on a daily basis, uh, face-to-face, uh, and really felt what the local Jewish community is, uh, has been feeling for, uh, for decades now. So what's uh, unique about uh, Chile is that you have there the biggest Palestinian community outside the Middle East. So there are approximately half a million or so they, uh, they claim uh, in a country where the Jewish community is only 18,000. So uh, the Palestinian community is very active against Israel and many times crosses the line to really uh, anti-Semitism uh, activities and, uh, and declaration. They are very active, for example, in the Congress. So they have a lot of uh, anti-Israeli resolutions. The recent one that is still being discussed there is actually a draft resolution calling to boycott uh, Israeli goods and, uh, and services. Um, and you have, of course, different type of anti-Semitism, also the, the traditional type of uh, anti-Semitism that is mainly based on, on a lot of uh, lack of knowledge because the average uh, Chilean doesn't uh, know any Jews at all. Most of the Jewish population lives uh, in Santiago, in the, in the capital. Uh, and you have a situation where you have uh, Jewish schools in Santiago where the teachers actually recommend for the students not to wear Jewish symbols outside uh, outside of school. Uh, so, so that that was very uh, a very strong and important experience for me. And of course, there was a lot of uh, joint work with the Jewish community, who is a wonderful community, very uh, Zionist and, uh, and very brave. You know, it's interesting because you said in your 17 years of being a diplomat, you hadn't encountered anti-Semitism like this, but. Your prior post was in the Middle East in countries where one would think you might encounter anti-Semitism. Tell us about your prior postings. You're, you're absolutely right. The thing is that, you know, my, my first mission and my second mission as a diplomat uh, were to, to the Gulf countries. And this was years before the Abraham Accord. So basically it wasn't uh, an open embassy uh, like today. It was all very secretive. Uh, if you would have talked uh, two and a half years ago, I wouldn't even talk about it. 
but today it's already common knowledge and there were books written about it uh, and uh, and people uh, going and, and telling their stories that uh, because it was so secretive and under the radar so I never encountered uh, anti-semitism against uh, me or, or people uh, surrounding me and to be honest also in many of the Gulf countries especially I would say uh, the UAE Oman uh, even Bahrain uh, in, in a certain way uh, you don't see the type of anti-Semitism that you see in other Arab countries like for example in Egypt uh, which you know it's a country that Israel has peace with but but there's a lot of anti-Semitism there in the in the media in, in the uh, public uh, opinion so it was a very different kind of a diplomatic experience you've experienced battling anti-Semitism internationally and now you've made the leap uh, to being an Israeli ambassador who's working for an American nonprofit seems like a big leap. Uh, how did you decide to join ADL? Well, I think it was uh, the need to do more and to do it on a on a global uh, level. You know, it was uh, I was privileged to work with ADL when I was uh, ambassador to to Chile, and it was a huge help. Uh, having the support of the international affairs uh, team over there. And now I feel that it's even a greater privilege to work within ADL with this uh, wonderful team of, of international affairs in order to, to strengthen our, uh, our international uh, activity. So for sure it's going to be a, a different uh, kind of work and different kind of uh, environment. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, your background as somebody who's been a diplomat in different parts of the world obviously is very important for our international affairs work, uh, but also your your personal background. You weren't born in Israel. You were born in Argentina, correct? Correct. I was born in Buenos Aires, uh, and together with my parents, we made Aliyah to Israel uh, when I was uh, six years old, and I grew up in a kibbutz in the Galil. And why did your parents decide to move from Argentina to Israel? It was for very practical reasons. You know, sometimes I wish I could say it was for pure Zionism, but that's not, that, that wouldn't be the truth. Uh, my sister already made Aliyah before us. Uh, she moved to Israel uh, when I was uh, quite young. And my parents just wanted to, to reunite uh, the family. Uh, and this is how we, we ended up in, in that specific kibbutz because she, she lived there. Uh, and, you know, it was traumatic at the time when I was six years old because I, I knew uh, zero Hebrew and, uh, and I missed my, my friends and the family that uh, was left behind. But looking back, it was really a, a wonderful uh, experience for me, not only moving to Israel uh, um, with my family, but, but growing up in a kibbutz when it was the real kibbutz, not like uh, most of the kibbutzim are today. Um, tell us a little bit about the International Affairs Department of ADL. What does it do? What's its role uh, around the world? First of all, you know that I just joined them uh, last week, so I'm still in the process of listening and uh, and learning. But I, I really feel very lucky to to be heading uh, such a professional and dedicated uh, team that you know are are working all around the world. Um, I, I, today, I was in a conference uh, in Israel with the Jewish uh, European leaders, 
and they all know the work of ADL. They know uh, the international affairs uh, team. We work together with the communities to uh, to give them tools as needed to fight anti-Semitism and hate. If it's uh, uh, on issues of uh, Holocaust uh, education or uh, how to combat uh, hate. Uh, how to give uh, tools to the local governments in the different uh, uh, countries or to the law enforcement. And also we have a wonderful team uh, here in Israel that is uh, working on different uh, aspects, uh, maybe less uh, on anti-Semitism since the circumstances here are, are different, but definitely uh, on issues of uh, anti-racism and uh, bringing the different communities communities to work uh, together. Marina, I cannot thank you enough for coming on to the show today. Thank you so much for the invitation. And of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Frontlines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.